Hey, everybody, it's your girl, Tally, pop culture's chief cunty brand officer. Telling it like it is so you don't have to on all things personal branding, pop culture, and life. Listen, I've poured my Topo Chico. I'm sufficiently caffeinated and ready to dive in. Let's get started. All right, everybody, let's dive into this topic, which I think is super hot right now in terms of what my audience is actually asking from me and what my clients are actually asking of me, which is how to stay relevant in a crowded space. It's a good question, right? The creative space is crowded, noisy, and honestly, at times, really overwhelming because it bears the question, how do I not only stand out, but stay relevant? Okay, so first, let's take a couple breaths before we get into this. And take a look at a few things that kind of keep us irrelevant. One, I think we try way too hard to be special. I've said this before, and I'll double down in saying that people trade their authenticity and notoriety because they fear being ordinary. Okay, I'm going to say that again. People trade their authenticity for notoriety because they fear being ordinary. So what we're left with as a result is a culture of that's full of perfectionism, do-gooders, a deep attachment to the mind, no learning curve, and a cohort that's more medicated and disconnected than ever. It's like the 15 minutes of fame syndrome. Let me hurry up and become something to prove that I matter type of striving, which leaves us as creators completely miserable, honestly. So one way to kind of negate that or battle that, if you will. I'm going to like say the wrong words probably a lot. So just roll with the punches, follow the bouncing ball. Embrace your weird, your ordinary, your basic, because people can smell fake. And honestly, deep relatability comes with super simple shit. In fact, this more simple, the better. Like the average reading level across the globe I read somewhere is like eighth grade level. So we really try too hard to sound a certain way because we're terrified of public opinion and and people coming for us and other people's opinions and all of that stuff. And the truth is like, if you're doing something meaningful, people are going to come for you anyway. So you might as well invite them to the damn party. Understanding branding has everything to do with mastering simplicity. Like, I have overcomplicated things in my career so much, it's insane. But when I actually stop giving a fuck and I just throw out content and have a really good time with it is when it starts to land the most. Great branding turns attention into love. It's hard to do that when there's an internal disconnect or a void or you're just full of like the inner saboteur is coming for you. You got people's opinions all up in your head and you're moving into this next point, which is comparison. So this one is hard because we're kind of trained to do that. Like when we want to learn something new, we'll Google who's the best and then we'll mimic their behavior online. It's kind of very primal, like the neuro, the neuro, neuro, mirror, neuro, mirror neurons. Jeez. Gotta take it easy on that. 
in our brains are scanning all the time, copying what other people are doing. And that's how we learned how to survive from very early on, right? So it's a natural behavior. It's just gotten convoluted over time because it really does so at the expense of any originality. So we have everybody looking the same. We have everyone taking the same pictures. We have the same flat brim hat, the same image with the open laptop. Everything looks the fucking same. And then we wonder why shit's not working out for us. It's because we're afraid of actually being rejected, right? This is where this comes in. We're actually afraid of what other people are going to think about us so much that, again, we trade our individuality for any type of recognition. So. The truth is we have no idea what other people's lives are, like what's going on inside of their day-to-day. And this is what I hate about Instagram, right? The highlight reel, the perfect feed culture, it's an illusion. No one learns from perfect. They learn from process. So one of my like kind of mentors, not mentors, he doesn't know that he is, but I've learned a lot from Jimmy Iovine, who was a very prolific music producer back in the 70s. And he was terrible in school, couldn't get a job, got fired from everything. He basically was at the forefront of Stevie Nicks, Patti Smith, and The Boss. Those three albums, and then John Lennon. Those three albums set up his career, and he proceeded to be pretty unstoppable, to be honest with you. Eventually, collaborating with Dr. Dre, created Beats together, sold it to Apples, and so on and so on. There's a great documentary on Netflix. Check it out. I'll put them in my show notes. But he said he was like, I was relentless because I basically treated myself like a racehorse and put blinders on and just stayed in my lane so hard that no one could come really could come for me. It does take a level of tenacity because when nothing is actually quote unquote working, we think we're going to start looking side to side and then implementing other people's strategies because what we're doing isn't working. So we're going to make external changes instead of looking internally to seeing and checking out what's going on inside because there is a disconnect with a resonance of what you're creating if it's hard, not working, and you're falling stagnant. But most people don't want to look at it that way. So I want to talk about staying in your own lane for for a second because the greatest brands out there, specifically with personal brands or influencers or anybody who's having like a digital presence or having digital momentum right now, they stay in their lane. You've heard this a lot. Jennifer Lopez, I stay in my lane. She knows the brand that she is. She's always going to stay a little bit on the six, a little bit like uh, heritage and throwback and and a nod to her queen's upbringing. It's going to be New York. It's going to be Latin. It's going to be a little cheesy. Um, it's going to be you know a very certain look on the runway, big hair, makeup. I mean, she's going to iterate versions of that. She stays in her lane. Like I know what a J-Lo, a ghetto fabulous, right? Like I know what a J-Lo performance is going to look like. That's staying on brand. I know what, let's say RuPaul, right? RuPaul, who I, everyone loves because the show has become this deep sense of, of, of acceptance and empowerment, but RuPaul knows what RuPaul does and doubles down on, doubles down on what RuPaul does. So Everything is going to be associated to Rue. 
the Runiversity, the Rusical. Um, these are very good branding. And they, he says the same thing over and over and over again on the show. So you have core branding. I know who I am. It's going to be over the top. You know, we're all born naked and the rest is drag. And iterations of that and said on repeat. That's a whole other messaging podcast, which I've already done. So go and take a look at that. But And RuPaul knows how to collaborate. So the next thing. So to just button up that point, find out what it is that you do really, really well and just own it. Like it's it's super, super okay to own your weird, be ordinary, be basic, and just do that over and over again because people really relate with that. They don't relate with like the aspirational life of being like jet setting and invited to every hardcore amazing party and like the two tenths of 1% life. People don't relate to that shit. That's not their everyday existence. So there's a reason why TikTok people are kind of blowing up overnight with really uninteresting content because it represents other people's normal lives. People want to see themselves in your stories. So remember that. The next thing that keeps us irrelevant is we don't collaborate, especially with our peers and our competitors. So I'm going to go and use music again. So let's say, for example, you take Justin Bieber, who I sort of love because I think his trajectory and the way he innovated for being a kid music star to actually being part of relevant pop culture is pretty spectacular. So you have somebody who's like the prince of pop, right? And he is like, well, the management and the team that's managing him and his instincts in general are really fantastic, but he's going to actually keep himself in the conversation by collaborating and featuring on everyone who's coming up who is massively talented. So you've got Kid Leroy, Justin Bieber, Billie Eilish, Justin Bieber. You can further run parallels with Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B. Cardi B and, you know, Nicki Minaj. I mean, it goes on and on and on. There's a reason why they hop on each other's songs, right? Because they want to stay a part of the conversation. They want to stay relevant. Let's look at, for example, probably one of my favorite art collaborations of all time, Andy Warhol and Basquiat. Like at the time Basquiat came into the art scene, Andy Warhol was really struggling. Like he didn't know who he was anymore, what he was doing. So he and Basquiat became very good friends because that's what you got to do. And they've created, they created over the course of the time that they worked together, pieces of art that to me is one of my favorite art, not only art collaborations, but some of Andy Warhol's most prolific work. So the not so deep, deep thought of the day on all of this to button this up is if you want to be the next fill in the blank, be a part of their conversations. So collaborating doesn't have to be a fake experience. You can genuinely want to learn from somebody who has something else to offer. Kanye and Jay-Z, great fucking example. A lot of people were threatened by Kanye. They didn't want him to get into the rap game because he was such a prolific producer. So just know that everybody eats in the new paradigm of success. So there's plenty of money in business for everybody. You don't have to have the scarcity mindset. You got to drop your ego, leave that shit at the door and stay open to learning and evolving because you probably will surprise yourself. All right, you guys, I will talk to you next episode. 
If you have reached the end of this episode, you're basically a legend. And I want to thank you so much in advance for leaving the most epic review ever. Really appreciate it. Make sure to follow, like, and subscribe for more fun.